Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, y'all? This is Sean Chris with Kill the Mockingbird. Uh, today, I got a special guest, a good friend of mine. Uh, Want to introduce him? Hey, uh, what's up, T? How's it going, man? He's out there in California, giving us a little uh, insight on what's going on with all the, with the world. How you doing today, T? Hey, Sean. How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. Just I'm enjoying, good. I'm good. Yeah, enjoying this hot weather, bro. <laughs> oh, it's hot over there, huh? Yeah, we're looking at like late ni- mid nineties today, so exactly just um just enjoying the sunshine when i can <laughs> yeah when i when i can get out you know so you guys wearing masks out there in the heat yeah i mean it's it's pretty much a mandatory thing like you have to wear them in the stores and stuff like that i mean like i said i see people driving with them and i never saw anything about that i think that's kind of ridiculous but you know, like I was saying, I've seen people with face shields, masks, and cars, and it's just like, oh, my God. Some people are taking the fear factor to a new level, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, what can I say? Is it, like, divided out there? Like, do you say, like, uh, like how many people are actually, like, supporting this whole, like, what's going on? Like, a lot of people down with it, a lot of people, or is it 50-50? Um, I think a lot of people are pretty much down with it. You know, there's, you know, people are just you know, doing what they got to do, you know, it's, it's not too, it's, and you know how it was in the beginning, people were panic shopping, and it was like the stores, the shelves are pretty much, they're pretty stocked, you know, things are a little normal, you know, I try to avoid going to the store as much as I could, you know, I just go when I need to go, but yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, every, for the most part, I think everybody's just doing what they got to do to survive, man, that's all you can really do, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, same about the same out here, you know. Uh, some people are mad, some people are scared, some people just don't care at all. <laughs> They're down <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, I read an interesting report though about these N95 masks. I don't know if you read this. I just sent it over to you. It was uh, so in Lincoln, the Lincoln Park Police Department, I believe. Oh, in New Jersey, a man crashed his car because he was wearing an N95 mask. <laughs> And he passed out. Oh, man. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's what I was thinking, especially with this heat, because you breathe your own carbon dioxide. I mean, that's something you learn in like second grade. You breathe in oxygen, you breathe out carbon dioxide. And yeah, that, that, wow. What a, I can't, I can, I can imagine it, especially in the heat, you know, especially for for older people and people with asthma. I don't know. Like, I was, I mean, they got to do some kind of, they got to lift the orders a little bit. I mean, there's people with health issues that, you know, if, and, you know, if they go to a store and they get yelled at by the owners, it's just ridiculous. I mean, you know, I can just imagine that. Plus, we don't know what, uh, like, there's so much conflicting different information that's out there. I've been reading that Stanford study, uh, that uh, USC study. There's also that study from NY. Like, it's like, um, there's a bunch of studies and then like then someone comes out and is like, oh, these aren't factual studies. It hasn't been researched yet. So we're kind of like everybody's on the same level of that. I thought that was interesting, though, about the mask. So because I've heard other people like other podcasters, like you like you said, a lot of older people and a lot of people like heavier people. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, they're walking with them or and they're trying to get some exercise and they're wearing these masks. Yet they're uh, they're passing out because um, they can't breathe. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just something. I mean, there's the ones that have the little filters and stuff like that. But in the end, it's just not it, it, it can't go too far. I mean, once this weather hits, it's already almost in the hundreds here. So I just see it where I mean, I try not to wear it. Once I get out of the store, I take the thing right off. I mean, I can't even I don't I don't know how people can just yeah, drive yeah. around. With I don't these. I personally actually, don't even wear it like I personally don't uh, wear one. Just cause like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to, um, I, I don't know. I can't, I never really wore one. I used to work uh, as a grinder back in the days and I didn't wear one then. So why would I wear one now? I think all that's no. going to change though. I think all this whole fear of like, Oh, stay inside. Can, oh, like uh, I think once the economy opens back up and like this whole, like we're not going to shake hands or we're going to stay far away from each other. Once Hello. humans get together after a couple weeks. Yeah. I can hold on. You were cutting off. No worries. Um, I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, I was saying like once humans get back together uh, uh, after a couple of weeks, like they're this whole not shaking hands or not yeah. hugging, like that's gonna end. Yeah, yeah, I, I see it as a social engine. I mean, social distancing to me is like social engineering. It's it's like you know, there's like like you said, you know, we're social creatures. You know, this is we're not to be locked in our homes, it's, it, it causes a lot of stress for people. I mean, I can tell, I mean, I get antsy some days and it's, I mean, I can just imagine how some people are. It's not good for your mental health. And it's, to me, it's like, to me, it's like the government is like, what is the government doing? Are they trying to put us past the point of where we're just finally gonna, you know, just lose it and, you know, things like that. I mean, I just, I just don't see it. I mean, I know things will, I have a feeling things will get back to normal. It's going to take time. You know, there's people out there that will be, you know, afraid to shake hands. It's going to be awkward, but you know, for the most part, yeah, I think in the end, you know, our, the human nature will, will prevail. I hope, I mean, I mean, what can we do? 
I, I think it will prevail, but I think the one thing that we do got to worry about, and that that's uh, kind of leads me into where uh, some of the things I wanted to show you on this uh, podcast today. I think that it will go. It won't go back to normal. It will go back to normal as far as human, uh, like how we uh, treat each other, how we like interact with each other. But I think we're not going to be looking at normal on how we are monitored anymore. Like, here's one thing. I don't know if you uh, I'll send you one of the links. Have you heard about the Dragonfly uh, police surveillance program? Yeah, I heard. I think I did uh, refresh my memory on that. Here's a little uh, quote from it. They say the this program has been tested for approximately the last five days. West Point Police uh, Lieutenant Anthony Prozesco told Patch. It is anticipated that this will continue to be in effect through the summer months of July and August as we anticipate the need to continue to work to reinforce social distancing measures in order to limit and control the spread of COVID-19 virus. So that was interesting to me. And so I did a little research on them. Here's I'm going to show you just play this real quick. This is a little I'm going to play you a little bit of the commercial for this dragonfly like it's a you could check it out on YouTube. It's pretty interesting. Dragonfly is honored and thrilled to have been piloting a project with Westport, Connecticut of the Dragonfly Health and Public Safety System. Dragonfly's public health and safety system uses standard 4K cameras to provide anonymized data on social distancing, heart rate, respiratory rate, and fever detection, all in the service of providing population health data to our public safety officials. That's crazy. Like they're pretty much tracking. They're not only like they're going to be like, hey, you're too close to each other. Hey, this guy has a fever. Hey, this guy's coughing. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really like that aspect of it. They're saying there's not going to be facial recognition, but why wouldn't there be? We'll see the is is the same dragonfly you're talking about. Is that what was implemented in China as of last year, August 20? No, or two almost. Yeah, August 2018. I guess oh, I, I believe so. Yeah, see, like, that's the thing. I mean, with everything that's gone on in China, that's definitely, you know, it's coming here, especially with the whole social credit system. I mean, the models of what China's their government is implementing is is what they want here. I mean, it's and, and it's it's coming, you know, it's coming soon, especially with big tech and all that. And like you said, there's a, you know. You know, a lot like even with the drones, they're saying now that they have drones that they want to release and they'll they'll be able to tell when someone has a fever out in public. It's like, really? I mean, you don't just get a fever from just one virus. You get them. You can have an infection, get a fever. You can have so many. To me, it's just ridiculous. So we're going to monitor people's health like that, like with drones and stuff like that and temperature checks. It's just. Yeah. It's, and what are it's, they going to use with that data? I mean. We already don't have control of our data that's been spread all over with Facebook and Google. They control that data. Like data, it's, there's re people that say that data will be the new oil. That will be the new natural resource. So I believe like, what are they going to use with that data? Like, are they going to be able to be like, oh, this person's at more of risk of getting something? Like, there's a lot of uh, initiatives um, that have been going out there. I've been uh, following this uh, girl on uh, Twitter. Her name's uh, Whitney Webb. She she's a real person that you should really check out. She's she talks about like how we are in a tech war with China and that right now the US is trying to catch up because China has advanced on the AI, but the problem is obviously is that uh China has a uh, 
They have iron. They rule with iron fist, and America is not like that. And I think that's what people are advocating for in the higher government and a lot of these richer people, the Bill Gates, the Soros, and of those effect. They're they're trying to push this because they want control and they get uh, the system how they want it. They want it like you said, similar to China's. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely the model. I mean, like I said, the social credit score. Like if you have a bad. It's almost like, you know, it's kind of like we're like Uber drivers, you know, you're you have like a four star rating. If you have a bad social credit score, you can't buy or sell things like that. You it, yeah, they you did know. a Black Mirror episode on that. <laughs> I, I was just going to say that that I was actually I actually want to rewatch that episode because that was a total that was totally telling you what's going on and what what is coming. So, you know, it's really scary stuff. I mean. I mean, you see it through everything, like Uber and all that, you know, Lyft and everything. Like, you give them these ratings, and it's just, you know, that's on a mass scale. That's what they want to do, you know, just with your life. So, Well, yeah, I guess two California companies have already um, uh, secured, like, uh, some kind of way of now they're using um, uh, self-driving cars. And they're yeah. saying the reason why they're pulling these out is because of, you know, for uh, – COVID-19, but like all these stuff that they had, they've been, ha they've had this technology. This technology has been around. Like, it's not like it just came out. Like it's been around and we've had it, but there's, it. they've been looking for the right opportunity to roll it out. It's, it just reminds me all about the Patriot Act and how, Hey, let's use a crisis. They, there's something going on in the world. Let's start rolling out this plan. And I believe this is the plan that could lead us to like an agenda 21 or like a lot more, uh, hostile yeah. living environment for us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but then, you know, that's what I was thinking. I mean, the things they want, like, you know, especially with the Green New Deal, Agenda 21, it, it's all it's all interconnected. And I mean, the way they like even the way they build like apartments now, they're just stack stack and pack apartments. They want you living in pods. You know, that's kind of like what Agenda 21 says. And even like a movie that even Steven Spielberg did. I mean, you will and want you see these movies and you get the subtle the subtle hints of what's going on, like the movie, um, the one with the the video game. Uh, uh, what was it? Player? Um, what was it? Player something? I forgot. Um, Ready Player One. It was based on a book, actually. But like, if you see the movie, like it's total. Like you know, you see what's happening. Everybody's in poverty. They're all living in these little, like I said, stacked up, junky, you know, homes. And all they do is live on virtual reality. Like that's their whole escape. They don't go anywhere. That's like the whole point of the movie. And you look at that and you think you're seeing like a cool Steven Spielberg action flick. But then you realize, hey, you know, this is something going on. Look at the way people are living. You got to like, you know, open your third eye when you see things like that. But that's all part of Agenda 21. Like you said, it's I mean, but the thing is, is like <clears throat> with the virus, it's like, how are people going to want to live like that? I mean, that's if they put people living together in those, you know, dense populations, that's like a big you know, that's where all that's when viruses really do breeding uh, ground for viruses. Harm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I that's uh, what well, I, I want to show you this and I want to see what you think. This is a little uh, interview because I've been seeing Bill Gates everywhere. And it's been interesting because <laughs> before I show you this, uh, Bill Gates has been I don't know why he's the spokesperson for all this, not just vaccines, but like it's not just the vaccines that he's been, uh, you know, digging into. I've uh, looked into some other stuff like uh what is this? Uh, hold on. Bear with me. We don't have a, you know, we don't have any producers over here. It's just us. Yep. Just 
winging it. Um, yeah, like with the Zoom, what do you think about that? Like right when everything happened, it's like all of a sudden Zoom comes out and, you know, Bill Gates owns that, of course. It's Microsoft exactly. app and it's like, okay, so that's the new, like, you know, that's the whole new thing. And it's like, I just see how everybody's, you know, oh, now people have to learn online and it, it's, it's like, it's almost like they're celebrating this, like, oh, now, you know, everybody being at home and just, you know, being online and things like that. They really, I don't know. It, it's just really, you can see the agenda and especially, and then, like you said, he's making money off the Zoom stuff now. And it's like, you know, we're totally, yeah, they, were, they were totally ready for that. You know what I mean? Common Core too. You go back about eight, eight years ago and Common Core, that's Bill Gates too. It's like. Behind the scenes, he's, you know, been been there. He's totally, you know, behind the scenes on everything. The man behind the curtain, you know, so. Uh. Yeah, and, and, and then people forget how ruthless he was in the 90s running uh, uh, Microsoft. It's not like he was some, like, even the Simpsons have a, a an episode where Homer, uh, I think he starts some kind of online company or something, and Bill Gates and his goons come and, like, destroy homer's whole fucking uh setup like <laughs> like people like his image was never this like goody goody guy now he always wears these sweaters with his little collar out and he's like you know i'm a good guy <laughs> i'm in africa i'm trying to help everybody these people are less fortunate but what i was thinking if he, he's so rich right he has so much money and he says he wants to help people why doesn't he help them survive like how does he why does it instead of like hey here like they say what is it uh give a man a fishing pole not a fucking fish. You know, you give him a fishing pole. He <laughs> yeah, can fucking I, learn. I think yeah. I, I totally chopped that, destroyed that. But basically what I'm saying is like, why doesn't he build like he could build like technology, uh, like he could build little smart homes for them. You know what I mean? Like very cheaply. And he can make them like have a live a better quality of life. I'm saying and show them how to do that. But he doesn't. So I'm like, if he's really a good person, why wouldn't he do that? You know what I mean? Well, his father ran Planned Parenthood, if you didn't know that. There's, I mean, it's just, I mean, whatever your thoughts are on are, are on abortion, you know, either way, whatever. But it's like, you know, there's definitely a eugenicist background to him and, and his family. And that's, you know, he's, he's talked about what you can look up videos where he's talked about, like, kind of death panels for elderly people you know and it's like he kind of wants to thin the herd for elderly and look what and and then you look at the virus and what does the virus kill what's the main where are all the main deaths at and in old folks homes and things like that and you know it's like you you kind of like put two and two together and you think wow i mean you know yeah this is you know this virus kills the vulnerable and especially elderly and he's talked about that and it's you know it's He's that has no shame in saying it, and the, the research is out there. You know, you can find it. Uh, I don't know. Check out this uh, article that I sent you. It's uh, it's from the PC magazine. It yeah, says I'm Bill honored. Gates backs plan for Earth monitoring cameras. Jeez, <laughs> in Here's real time. At Earth now, we're creating the means for you to instantly see almost anywhere on Earth in true real time, giving you a live and unfiltered view of your planet. So that that that's uh that could go along with uh, some of uh, David Icke's claims of uh um he he really hates uh what's his name uh, Tesla what's his name oh, uh, Elon Musk Elon Musk he yeah. claims that Elon Musk is um 
shooting off, uh, launching millions, uh, not millions, uh, a, a lot of uh, satellites out into the atmosphere so that they can track you everywhere so that like you're not that 5g is everywhere that's what they're saying they're saying that 5g is supposed to be everywhere that 5g is supposed to be the end all like everybody like everybody know, knowing how many people are actually on the earth and finding every little thing it's like cameras everywhere yeah it's actually for their yeah the grid it's like it's what they need to to get this grid going this uh you know technocracy and it's it's scary yeah, a lot of people are burning down the towers. I mean, I don't know if that's even, you know, hopefully, I don't know if those are false flags or, you know, I kind of think that it's, you know, real people doing that. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's something they say it kills birds and people, I've seen videos where people find dead birds around the towers and things like that. Trees die. <laughs> Here's the uh, interesting thing about this though. Um, So I was like my brother, he's a, uh, nowhere near into any conspiracy whatsoever right uh, and i was talking to him about 5g just just uh, during all this coronavirus and we we're talking about it and he goes he's an hvac tech to just uh give him a little background and he's like, well i'll tell you what though i was like he's like i don't know like that much about 5g he's like all i know is the signs that i read when i go work by these 5g towers that they're like warning may cause this may like <laughs> it's not good <laughs> So obviously it's not good for you. I know. Well, uh, nothing is anymore, I guess, you know, <laughs> the air we breathe, but yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's something else. I mean, there definitely, there's definitely something going on while we're under, under lock and key right now. There's a lot of things like the governor's extending their powers. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. I mean, like right now I'm hearing May 30th is already, being declared in some states that the lockdown orders are until May, the end of May. And it's, it seems like how much will people put up? It's just an extension, another extension. And, you know, for the most part, you know, people are going to, you know, rebel against this. It's just normal. It's, you know, it's a normal thing that's going to happen. And, you know, I think they know that. And that's, you know, unless they they they, they want to give us a vaccine before we can probably even come back out that that's the thing i keep hearing and it's you know that's scary the good thing is i see through social media a lot of people are are skeptical of the vaccine and, and it's and i get it i mean the flu shot is something that you know a lot of less people are taking flu shots and it's, well, it's only 50 percent effective yeah and it's only it's always based on and the, the, the virus mutates every year. So, you know, what you're doing is taking the shot from last year's virus. And, you know, and I don't know. Hear... Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah, I never I've never got one before. I mean, I've gotten had doctors like totally like scared, try to scare me into taking one. And, you know, which I think is pretty is wrong. I mean, they shouldn't have, you know, you shouldn't have to feel coerced into doing anything. But I mean, for the most part, they kind of, I've noticed when I do visit the doctor, they kind of, you know, I guess it depends on what, who you have as a doctor, but they just kind of say, oh, you don't want it. That's fine. And you move on and that's it. But I don't know with now with this, it's a total, it's definitely, we're going to see some medical, ball game. medical tyranny. And I hope not, like I said, I try not to, you know, you know, worry, you know, worry too much about it, but you know, we got to just keep keep informed and see what's going to happen. One of the questions that I keep like trying to figure out, like, obviously like 
I've been trying to reach out to different like medical people, but like I'm not, uh, I'm building my network as we speak right now. So like one of my questions is like, uh, we keep hearing about this asymptomatic, you know, like, oh man, people are asymptomatic. That's the problem. These people are asymptomatic. So like, I've never really, I'm not in the medical field, so I haven't really, I haven't really heard this term before. So like, I was wondering like, well, how come they never talk about asymptomatic people in, um, with the influenza, the, uh, the the regular flu, you know what I mean? They never say like, oh, people are asymptomatic. So I looked it up <laughs> and uh, disease control measures for flu. This is a, a center of health security.org. This was October 31st, 2005. As many as 50% of infections with normal seasonal flu may be asymptomatic, which may in part be due to pre-existing partial immunity. So I was like, what does that mean? Like, so like if we're asymptomatic to this, that means we have partial immunity, which would kind of make sense. So that, cause it's a <coughs> mutation of, uh, yeah. a already virus that we've had. So like that points me to even more options that where I think this is, um, like something manipulated in a lab. This really points to me that this got released, whether on accident, on oh. purpose, uh, but this was yeah. released. I think. Oh, there's yeah, there's a lot of evidence. It's not, you know, I, I, it's there's really no conspiracy. There's to, a total evidence. There's a lot of facts pointing to that. I, I agree. I mean, who knows if it was purposely done? Who knows? I mean, a lot of people say, why would China do that? Kill their people off? I mean, really, they're a communist regime. You know, they don't. It's you know, it's about control for them. But I mean if i mean why would they want to do that you know tank their economy and all that but who knows like you know who knows what what the goal is or you know i don't know well here here's a little bit of china this is from 2017 right here probably the most intense government surveillance in the world here china is experimenting with futuristic spying technologies for years china has tried to suppress a separatist movement made up of uyghurs a local ethnic group Authorities say the separatists are Islamic terrorists. We came to see what life looks like in a place where your every move can be monitored. To be in Xinjiang means being checked every day, multiple times a day. When you go to a market, when you drive a car, when you take a train, even your smartphone is checked. That's that's what I think is what they want. And this was in 2017. Yeah. So yeah. just imagine that was three years ago. So this is not something that just like, oh, 5G. Like I've heard about 5G. I've had a few friends that worked at a phone stores and they were talking about 5G. And, you know, I have friends that are into tech stuff. So they were all hyped about 5G. But the thing that people don't realize is how much things are going to change. Like what do you think is going to happen when all these new technologies roll out? Do you think Jeff Bezos, he's going to lose people, but now he's going to start having more machines and more AI take over their jobs. Do you think he's going to have them come back to their jobs? No, they're done. Anybody they're going to replace these jobs. So like drivers now have now, now they have self-driving cars. Like they have things that are going to, yeah, to change the whole effect of how humans work. And that's going to be really, uh, uh, crazy and maybe that's why we've been seeing all these pushes for a ubi we've never um, and remember if people don't remember that zuckerberg was like calling up talking about a ubi uh, uh, a few years back i'm gonna have to dig that up but uh 
Yeah, a few years back, Zuckerberg was talking about a, a similar, not a UBI, but a similar thing like that because he was saying like, you know, but he didn't compare it to like AI taking over. But what he said was like, you know, then people would have more money to go do the they could have money and they would experience life to the full extent. They couldn't use their whole creative power, blah, 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 blah. Right. Sounded beautiful. Like sounded great. But the more I'm seeing Zuckerberg, the more I'm seeing that he's going to be, they're, they're part of the new elite class, which is these tech guys. Yeah. They're the new, and I feel like they're the new kids on the block. And I feel like they're kind of clashing with the old heads, the uh, big pharma and, and big oil, <laughs> you know what I mean? And now yeah. that the you can just see them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, tech, the tech industry, it's, it's, it, I, I hear you on that one. It's, they're totally, they're compromised. I mean, Zuckerberg is, is definitely in cahoots with a lot of things going, going on. So it, it's, I don't know, it, it's something, it's totally just strange that they want to do that. Like, even with the facial recognition, like you were saying in China, like d during the Hong Kong protest that happened during the summer, um, they were doing like they the protesters were wearing masks because of that because of the facial re uh, recognition going on it's like wow i mean there's a lot that we can learn from what happened over <clears throat> what's going on over there so you know just gotta be ready just get prepared <laughs> i don't know if you've been watching any of like the mainstream media but um you know a lot of people have been talking about these protests you've seen a lot of protests in america yeah. But what I've noticed is they're not been speaking much about the protests across the world. So it got me digging a little bit. So I was like, well, let me dig a little bit. And I saw that last year, um, 2019, it was the, uh, it was a, they broke the records for the most, like pretty much protests across the world. There was the Hong Kong protest. There was protests in Italy. There was protests in, um, uh, oh, all kinds of different let me see where else oh yeah there was some um, chili i think oh uh, chili chili's a, yep chili was one chili was a big one yeah they were all yeah that was that's true they were happening all all over the place and a lot right. of you know and the mainstream media of course ignores it you know they don't really tell you what's going on but you know here we go we're uh and then don't forget the uh france protests the yellow the yellow jackets or yellow coats right yeah uh, france yeah france and, and all these protests were going on, and they were all aimed at repressed the government's repressing us and taking away freedoms. These so this kind of so convenient that this has now approached on a time when the whole world was already feeling oppressed. The whole world was like, "What's going on?" We and then us in America, we've been our own turmoils, you know. As a society, we, we've been divided by parties, by race, by uh, we find these like we get these like team aspects in our social media, like people like are, yeah, you're right. Or no, you're wrong. Yeah. Like I was even thinking about like when I was younger, when you, when someone would say you're woke, that was more like you were like aware that the government was able to take advantage of you. You were awake, your mind. Now this woke is like, yeah, Oh, I you got to use the right pronouns. Don't you know that some people like, come on, man, everybody, yeah. I get it. Like you can have your own thing, but you, you telling me how to address you. Like if I'm like telling me to change my brain of how I think, it's just weird how they like have really hacked all this. They've it's so divided. We argue about everything. We've found so many. They've manipulated the media so bad that we argue about the stupidest things. Yeah, I know you're right. It's totally been hijacked. I mean, the woke movement is now just being politically correct and you know things like that. And it's just. You know, it, it, yeah, it used to be back then it was where you were aware and you wanted small government and you were just, you know, 
things like that. But it seems like the people that are woke, they want unlimited government. They want the government to take care of them. They want them to control every aspect of their lives. It's total, it's totally flipped. And, you know, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. I, I see, I know about the racial divide and everything like that. And I've never, I can't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't really consider myself, you know, if I, I look at myself more as a libertarian. I, I do want small government. I do want them not controlling my life so much. And, you know, I kind of just look at life like through that kind of lens, but I hate how they just the media is everything is far right or far left. Like there's no in between. Like anybody can just have an opinion and they're automatically a far right personality. And, and I don't, you know, I, I see past all that, you know? Yeah. So, I, so have you heard of these um, other um, people protesting though, the lockdowns across the, uh, the world? There's one in Lebanon. They said Lebanon was a conforming financial collapse. They already confronting a financial collapse even before the coronavirus paralyzed the economy. Angry people have swarmed onto the streets in Be uh, Beirut and their northern city, Tripoli, on at least three occasions. There's uh, Iraq, where a six-month-old protest movement demanding political reform fizzled in the face of coronavirus curfew. There have been spontaneous but brief outbursts of rage. <laughs> Kenya, uh, last Saturday, as many people had died in police crackdowns on citizens defying curfew as of COVID-19, according to human rights groups and government. So more they the police killed more people than corona than the COVID-19 <laughs> in Kenya. And then it says oh, and God. you know, Italy's uh, impoverished south uh, area, their lifting restrictions early this month led to a crime wave that uh, obliter uh obligated police to guard supermarkets targeted for robberies by hungry citizens. <laughs> yeah, gosh. And then last weekend also there was a huge uh, um there was a huge clash in France. Mm -hmm. uh, in France, uh, a motorcycle, a motorist, a guy on a motorcycle, uh, a police officer opened his door and he, like, uh, the guy crashed into the door. Citizens around claimed that he did it on purpose. So, like, this this just tells you how bad the tension is over there. They, uh, they rioted for two days. They've still been having riots and stuff. Yeah, they had a big old little riot in France. Yeah, you're right, though. Even Spain was having... I having protests as, as well at like less than a year ago and, and look at what the, they got hit big. I mean, the virus hit them pretty bad and, and actually their order their you know, the stay at home, whatever orders that they got going on are really bad, are really authoritarian and yeah. And stuff like that. So it's, I, I see what you, it's like a pattern. I get it. Like there was a lot of protests or even like, you know, the Brexit movement, I mean, they've kind of made that look like it's a far right movement, but yeah. it's really not. I mean, it's not. we've we know what it is. They want to get rid. They want to get out of the EU. We know we've been studying about the European Union for years. Huh? We've talked about that yeah. for, for like 15 years. I mean, it's like, you know, but then they finally it took them so long to they voted to get out. But then they kept postponing it, doing that, trying to smear it. And, and people rejected it. You know, they voted for Boris Johnson and. And then he gets coronavirus. Funny, huh? How ironic. And he almost, he was bad. He was on our ventilator and everything. Or the ICU, I think. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, it's like there's a movement growing, you know, even with the Trump movement, you know, say, you know, say what you want about them. But, you know, there's just people are tired of, or people are waking up to, they're tired of the status quo and they want, you know, 
they 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 can see through everything. They they know what's going on. Yeah, well, you, you know what I think about Trump, man. I don't. I think he's the. Uh, uh, he he he's tricking a lot of people. A lot of people think he's a white hat, and I do not think that. I think he's one of the. Uh, he's he's just part of the game, man. He's uh part of. The, he's another player, and I think his his. I think it's perfect right now. I think they've gotten America right where they want them. You got people that are right wing. Uh, the right, the far right is is crazy right now. They're ready. They're rabid. They're ready to kill anybody. For they're like one hundred percent in on Trump, no matter what. He's doing everything right. And then you got the far left, that is like no way. No matter what he does, it's it's uh, so like. And I think like they they're just playing this game with everybody. They're playing this game and making us think like, oh okay, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, he's right, she's right. But in, in, in closed doors, they like each other. They're friends. It's like, come on, like just like they talked about, like Jeff Bezos and 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 Donald Trump. They were like, they've had public clashings, but they're billionaires. When they when they chill it, when they hang out with each other, they're cool. They just had some public things that they aired out. But in, in the in the end game is they all want to keep their money. Oh yeah, they don't they don't pay. They're they're definitely Amazon doesn't pay taxes you know they're pretty much exempt a lot of those companies are exempt and that's the thing they need to be accountable and that's that's it but they they're not i mean nobody holds them accountable so not at all what can we do well there's a couple more things i wanted to show with you so listen to this and i want you to like give me your opinion on what you think uh what you think about this this is bill gates on msnbc I chopped it up a little bit. It's not the full interview. I just kind of placed it. So just tell me what you think. I do think using digital approaches and maybe not traveling quite as much that even after you get rid of this threat, that people will have been so immersed in it uh, and the you know tools and techniques will have improved enough that we'll you know take what would have been 10 to 15 years of digital adoption and you know cram it into a very uh, short period. Likewise, you know, behaviors around shopping or, or how people get in touch with each other. So, like, to me, that's him kind of telling, like, he, you know, what I got from it is he's saying, like, things are going to change. But we're, we're going to change the way we talk to each other. So we're going to use more of this Zoom, which, like you said, is a, one of his uh, little little things in his pocket. So he's like, that's how they want. Uh, uh, even during the NFL draft, like I was telling you, they were promoting, like, you know, if if your if you know your family members feeling lonely, all you have to do is and they're showing them FaceTiming people. Come on, like what this all this technology has been so that we can be far apart, so we could still feel that because they know that humans crave affection. Like you can't isolate people because if they completely isolated us, we'd go crazy and we'd revolt. If there was no internet, there's no way this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. It's just. It's yeah, isolation is bad. Uh, to me, I think it's. I mean, what Sweden's doing, they didn't fully close everything down, and I think they reached some kind of herd immunity. I, I would. Think. I don't know because now in the last two days, it reports that they've had uh, uh, seven hundred infections and then eight hundred infections. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it, it's it's tough because it's like how are like what are we basing this off? Because if you're just talking about infections, that's a whole different story. You know what I mean? Like. People having and getting sick compared to dying. Like the point is, we knew people were gonna get sick. People are gonna get sick. They're always gonna get sick. If we stay inside until people don't get sick, then uh, I don't know, man. Good luck. Might as well just uh, buy your casket now and like. 
There's I, no I way. It's, we have to get back to normal. We can't, like, like with the scare tactics, it's so, it's just so, like, it's so exhausting. I mean, oh, now it's going to come back again. We're going to get a, another wave. It's like the, the data's never added up. They've changed it so many times. They've said, oh, it's 2 million. Oh, no, it's going to be 200,000. Oh, no, now it's going to be 60,000. You know, it, it's it's just so it's it's like i said it's exhausting you you don't know what to believe and you just kind of either you know you're going to be in that bubble where you just want to be locked away but to me i feel you know i'm a guy that likes to get outside you need sunshine you need the vitamin d3 from being in the sun you have to you have to go out there you have to be you know you're you build your immunities i mean i garden i mean i go out there and i get dirty and stuff like that it's just I mean, like even when using the, I've said for years, I always thought using hand sanitizer does the opposite. It makes you more prone to getting, you know, a virus and stuff. Well, like I don't that. know about that, but I know that there's good bacterias. Yeah, there's some yeah, bacteria are good, and then like all this antibacteria is gonna kill the good bacteria, and it's gonna cause us. You, yeah, that's and I haven't heard a lot about building our immune systems, which I think is important. Exercising, eating right, checking your diet. Like, I mean. They don't want. I don't believe that's what the that they want. Like they don't want us to think about that stuff because it's a money game. Big pharma. Like if we don't get sick, then big pharma doesn't get paid. Yeah, and that's the thing. You if you post any kind of thing, even about vitamin C, people are getting banned and stuff like that. It's like, come on. I mean, this is just doctors. Common. Even doctors. Like all these doctors. Like I said, I don't know who's right. I can understand a situation that this is a chaotic situation, and. It's new and people getting information and some information is wrong. But when so many doctors come out and say they're being coached to say COVID, all, COVID-19, all respiratory is COVID-19. And if you had COVID-19 and you died of something else, you still died of COVID-19. Oh, yeah. Even, uh, even, the, even the, the officials have said it, like in the press conferences when they had the little task force meetings that, yeah, uh, well, every day. Dr. Scar, I mean, Dr. Burks. <laughs> yeah, she like admitted it. And it's funny. It's like how, but people now, you know, we have like, how do you say it? Like, we're so, you know, our we move on to the next thing. We don't remember things now. We have like, you know, our mind span is short attention spans. You know, now it's like. Even people, when you show them a video. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, this video was three days ago. They're like, I don't know. Like, you're like, what? No, this, that's what I think is uh, like really upsetting to people right now. Cause there is this thing going on where like, we're being told right to our face what's going on and people don't want to believe it. Well, what about the Stanford thing? How they're, they're trying to see if, if, um, people had it back in December and I well, now they're you. trying to smear that as well. I've uh, read some articles that are trying to smear that they're saying it's not that he messed up on the statistics and this and that. So because of course, so, because big pharma's running the show, they want you to believe that the only way to cure, you know, the only way for hope is a vaccine. And it, honestly, a lot of people are waking up, and I'm really happy about that. I see people posting all about social media, all through social media. People that I'm like surprised are, you know, against that. You know, I mean, that's what they want is just push us, just poison us with GMOs. We, I mean, I've thought, I've known about that for years. I mean, that's something that I've always, you know, remembered and. You know, things like that. And that's all Bill Gates is behind. He's behind GMO. He's behind everything that's just scary stuff. And it's, you know, it's very sad. But speaking of Stanford, um, Stanford, I just read this article. 
buy reasons to stop panic and social um, and total isolation. And it says Dr. David Atlas, now a senior fellow at Stanford Hoover Institution, argued in a column for The Hill that Americans are now desperate for sensible policymakers who have the courage to ignore the panic and rely on facts. And he goes on to say, leaders must examine accumulated data to see what actually happened rather than keep emphasizing hypothetical projections. Combine that empirical evidence with fundamental principles of biology established for decades and then thoughtfully restore the country to function, wrote Atlas. And pretty much, I mean, you got these people that are saying like the, the if fatality rate's only going to be 0.1 to 0.2%. But remember, they said it was going to be 4%. They just, you really don't know what to believe sometimes. It's just so confusing. And I don't know. It's just something that, you know, they're saying, I mean, I, I feel being locked away is totally, you know, bad. unless the only thing that I've come to a conclusion is maybe some of these lockdowns are because it was oh, released. It was released. No, but like it was released from China and they know it. And maybe that maybe because we're not in these, you know, we're not in these briefings. So I don't know what these briefings are. Maybe these briefings are telling us something that China released this or they know that they repressed the information, so maybe they're taking this as an act of war. I mean, we've seen a lot more tanks out there because obviously these tanks aren't going to be for martial law. If martial law was coming, they don't need tanks to keep us in our homes, right? You just need soldiers with guns. You've been seeing a lot more tanks around the country, and I believe that maybe they're trying to set up defense. Maybe maybe we've been in a Cold War with China for a long time, and I believe the scary trade thing – yeah. yeah, well, the trade war was just the <clears> tip <throat> of the iceberg. This has been something that's going bad for a long time. China has a had a hundred year plan. This has not just been something they just came up with. You know what I mean? They've been on this path, and they want to be the number one superpower. And I think that that's a, a that may be. I don't know if that it, that is what it is, but I think also this is a election year, and everybody's trying to get their name out there. Because if you look at Cuomo, and you look at Whitmore, and you look at uh. Newsom, you know what I mean? Like all these guys that maybe want to be VP or at least want to get their foot in the race in four years from now. So like everybody's just establishing their career right now and it's it's really sad and it's just going back and forth. And I feel like that is what is also contributing to these stupid, moronic um, choices of laws and things to do for the American people. Yeah, I mean – I agree. It's, you know, it's totally, it's, I mean, I feel bad even going to the stores and seeing the workers as like, God, they, you know, sometimes I wonder if it's going to cause a lot of stress on them where they'll walk out on their jobs because of all, you know, Walmart, things like that. It's getting so bad now. Like I went yesterday, they have the aisles where only one, you can, you can only go down an aisle one. It's a one way aisle and they put stickers on the floor. And this is just yesterday. They just implemented this. And I mean, I'm sure you're you're in Michigan, and I know what's been going on there. They block off your governor's blocked off seeds or different aisles and stores. She has now that changed. She has now changed that. She has now since changed that. So if people that say protests don't work, I mean, obviously, it changed well, some true. of it. Yeah, I mean, and we need to, but it seems like we're like getting that going that direction. It's it's you know some states are barely implementing the the face mask. Um, well, it's not even a law; it's just an order. But you know, they're doing starting it now, and I'm like, gosh, we've been doing that for like over like two weeks already. So, yeah, every state's different, but it seems like they're still following like a model, and it it's you know it's it's just disturbing. 
but yeah going to stores now you can't you get yelled at if you go down you got to go down the aisle the right a different direction it's it was yeah, a they're mess. doing that at here they're doing that here as well <coughs> I, but it's like know, like they're training us you know what i mean that's why i feel i feel it's like some kind of training like hey let's uh make yeah. sure that social that these people yep i mean that's what is exactly how i feel yeah, like I said, what I wanted to talk about, too, was like, you know, what is after this is over? That's exactly what I was like, going to ask you. What are we going to how are, how different is life going to be like? You know, what are we going to do? You think people will still go to the movies? Are people going to want to sit next to some a stranger? I mean, you're definitely going to have those people that are, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are scared and paranoid. And, you know, that's it's it's a shame i don't really see myself like that i i've always just never tried to live in fear but i don't know how it's gonna be it's what what is your thoughts on things like my thoughts is like this i think at first obviously there's a lot of people that are scared i think people are some of those people will probably stay in their homes um not all the jobs will go back since they're going to ease everything on which i think is very dangerous because i think the the effects of this have already settled in sadly that a lot of people that lost their jobs will not get jobs back those are gone yeah but um i think that as far as like the whole social aspect of it i think at first people are gonna be like you know like real iffy especially around strangers but i think like around their friends at first they're gonna joke around about hey don't touch me hey hey." and then after a while it's gonna be what up fool and it's gonna go back to because your your mind it always reverts back to what you predominantly know and what you predominantly know is like being very social with your friends and your inner circle so i believe that will last two two weeks to a month of where people might be a little bit weird about it and i think once they open up the bars uh once people start drinking i don't think i don't see anybody uh social distancing like yeah i know <laughs> it, it's yeah i mean i i was thinking the same thing i mean restaurants i mean foot you know we're gonna still you know how it is on football sundays you know i enjoy going to the and if local- you think the nfl is gonna lose money now that's what's gonna be interesting to me because they keep saying it's gonna be heavy in the fall and that's the nfl's time and i i don't i don't see them trying to lose money so i i i don't see i wonder how that's gonna work out well, you're a big sports guy too. How's the? What about the NBA? I mean, they were at the end of the season. How's that gonna happen? What's that? What's the projection on that? I mean, they were gonna... talking about maybe doing some kind of like a tournament, maybe just doing the playoffs. And they haven't announced that they're gonna completely end it yet. They're trying to wait and see. They they may do some kind of because they're losing. They're hurting on money too. But that, oh, yeah. that's funny you bring up the NBA because that's another topic I I've been thinking about a lot of because with all this things with china that nba has huge ties with china oh yeah you know like even when that whole hong kong protest was going down um the gm from the houston rockets i believe he criticized the chinese government and then china pretty much was like okay then we're not going to play any nba games we're not going to sell nba nba merchandise and then you had stars like lebron james um and then you had the commissioner of the nba adam silver uh, back down and back down comments like, oh, we're sorry, pretty much about bend the knee to China and uh, tell them like whatever you want. And then I think it's funny because the NBA, for instance, is a very um, their 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 political movement is supposed to be about like, you know, treating people equally and, and repression like against repression. And there is repression in the United States, which which I do know, like like there's obviously minority groups targeted and like laws that have been made that they've they've had to suffer and they've been fucked over. But if you're going to look away from the uh, 
if you're going to fight that shit here, you need to fight that shit everywhere. Like, you can't look your eye away because you're going to make money. And I believe that's what's going on. And no one's spoken about China. Yeah, nobody does. And it's, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. They do they do have a, a power. It's a big superpower. And I'd hate to say, you know, I would not want to have a war with them, of course. And I hope things don't go that way. But like we were talking about the other day, it's like what happens after a catastrophe and an economic collapse? We always go to war afterwards. It's happened plenty of times. That's always the solution. And, you know, that's, you know, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll go to war with China. I think, yeah. uh, I think if anything, if there is a war, which I believe it's going to be, um, with Iran, I think it will be a proxy war. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, yeah. That's pretty much what it's probably going to be because Iran, we already have problems with Iran and Iran and China are allies. So there, and then right now there's a little, there's some conflict with Iran going on. Uh, you know, they were kind of surrounding some of our ships and, uh, seeing the president at, tweet some shit. Yeah, that. And I remember Syria. I mean, the thing, it's just hard. I mean, Trump did avoid going to war with Syria. Thank God. I mean, that was, I mean, that was a false flag when they, you know, all the videos that came out of there and, and the chemical attack that was proven to be false. And, you know, there's, they do things like that to get us into war. And I, it, I definitely think it, it it will be a Middle East, you know, back in the Middle East again. And it's, it's just, yeah, we need to get out of there. Afghanistan's been going on too many, too long, already two presidents and yeah. three, well, three. three, yeah, yeah, on the third, you know, yeah. so it's, you know, like I said, you know, I'm not, I'm anti-war and I mean, I hope, you know, a lot of people, you know, I think that, you know, that people are waking up to everything and hopefully we can just, you know, move on from this. But I, like I, I said, yeah, go, go, the governors go. are scary. They don't want to, they want us to just live in fear and they, our governor's saying we might not have concerts, like I was telling you, until we get a vaccine. It's just scary. They're totally treating us like cattle and it's ridiculous. Yeah, I know this whole preach of the vaccine. I mean, like like I said, this is what I was telling my brother too. Like, so who's going to be the first uh, people to take this vaccine? Because when electronics come out, you know, like a new Xbox or a new laptop or a new TV, there's always bugs with them. There's always like problems. So you're telling me that this new vaccine that you're rushing on the market is not going to have any problems. It's going to have a ton of problems. They probably already have it. I I, I don't I don't. Well, yeah. Did you see the hot mics? the patent yeah yeah oh yeah. With, uh, yeah that um guy from uh fox news i believe yeah. or something um i believe so and then he's like Reporter. yeah it's it's getting interesting it's like it's even like some of the inside guys are even calling bullshit they're like what the fuck man like like it's it's just so interesting like i don't know if you've seen some of those uh there was like some uh undercover reporter that went into cnn and he like took uh undercover footage and he talks to like Cuomo and a couple other of the CNN guys and to ask him about Russiagate. And they're like basically telling him it's, it's shit. They're like, yeah, it's a fucking bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like, they don't, cause they're talking, they don't know that he's filming them, you know? And he's like filming them and they're like, yeah, it's bullshit. I know it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, I don't, I don't know. I just hope things get better and, you know, I just hope for the best and, you know, prepare for the worst i guess you know it's what can you do i you know just try to see what i'm gonna do i, I sometimes i'm worried you know there's too many people there's people saying one thing saying another like oh they're not gonna let us go back to work unless we get the vaccine 
things like that. And, and it's just like, I, tr I try not to, you know, immerse myself in that, to think too, you know, gloom, you know, have too much gloom and doom, but. Yeah, I believe you too. Cause like, I do see the bad part. Like I like to pretty much summarize what I think of what could happen. Like I do believe like this whole 5g and, uh, police state is trying to like put a grasp around our throat and, and their foot, uh, their, their boot on our throat. But like, I think that at the same time that I believe in the American people. And I believe that we are starting to remember that together we have the power that we're in charge, that not just the people that, that we elect are in charge. We, the people are in charge. So once we start like getting uh, rid of these silly frivolous, like arguments of what we're, disagree about and what we don't like each other and we realize like hey uh these guys are kind of fucking us over like if we could start getting more people on that level i believe that we we will and i think that if they try to uh, hopefully i'm hoping that this little pandemic that i uh, people like to call uh, i believe that uh this is a wake-up call for people and i hope people are paying attention and i hope that this puts a hole in their plan you know i hope this shows people that hey don't trust everything the government says just because they say it go listen to yourself and know what's right like obviously don't murder people but at the same time should should they be taking advantage of us no they work for us so we got to remember that yeah, exactly. And that and I've, I've noticed that, you know, people like kind of like look at Hollywood, like as a joke, and I've kind of, you know, there's going to be good things coming out of this. And, and I think you're right, there's always, you know, there's good and bad. And there's, you know, people are going to learn from this. And I think we'll definitely see how the what the future brings us. And maybe, you know, people will all maybe this will bring us more together and say, hey, wait a minute, you know, look at what they're implementing on us now. You know, it's not about left or right. You know, it's about right or wrong. And this is, you know, a lot of the stuff that they want to do is wrong in my eyes. And, you know, I just don't, I just hate to the point. I just don't want to see the point where we're going to have people in Hollywood lecturing us about everything, you know, and it's like, I could just see it already. You know, they're already in doing videos and telling, you know, it's just, oh, we're in this Stay together. inside. It's, it's a joke. You know, you look at that and it's just like, gosh, I mean. I can't like even Ricky Gervais. I mean, it's funny. He's just came out right now telling celebrities to stop lecturing people about social distancing. Uh, he's something <laughs> else. man. I really like the guy. He's a classical liberal. I mean, he's not even really, you know, a conservative. He doesn't call himself a conservative, but I mean, he's just, you know, that's, you know, that's it's good. funny I'm because glad. a lot of these classical liberals, like we've been talking to like the Joe Rogans of the world and like, the, like they're getting shit on right now. Like people like the, the, the far left hates them. They think that they're Republicans. People that are, uh, that's what I said. <laughs> You're told like, like I'd probably be called a considered all, yeah. like an alt right. I, and that's <laughs> such a dumb term. Clinton came up with the Hillary Clinton coined that term. Why are we labeling people something that she made up? It's just like, oh, it's so dumb. Like, you're right. Like, you know, you can't like, the, yeah, Joe Rogan, what do he, he endorsed Bernie? And oh, my God, he's a racist. And, yeah. oh, man, he's a transphobe. I was like, what? Like, maybe they're not listening. It's funny because obviously you can listen to anything and take a clip of it. Like, and not show the, and they, that's what they do. They take a clip of it and they don't play the whole uh, everything that was said they get and they play off this whole game that we're like oh like you said the oh he's not on our team okay yeah. like that's yeah. what america is supposed to be it's supposed to be a bunch of different people trying to figure shit out yep 
I mean, like, like with go back to Gervais, I was reading this and he says, he says, there are people in high rise blocks with three kids. I can't complain. He continued. This is why millionaires in their mansions with their gym and going for a swim can't lecture people. People are sick of being lectured. Multimillionaires telling them to clean out their coffee jar and put it in the right bin. They know these celebs are t- are taking private jets to their own private islands. I mean, wow, what a I mean, that's hey, he's through the private island in there, man. He's he must really what? he. What does he know about Epstein? <laughs> well, yeah, what he, yeah, what he did at the Golden Globes was just like I looked at it as a really, it was a great moment. Like things like that, he for him to go up there and and say that, and and you could see the reactions and some of the stars' faces. <laughs> it was well, just I, like, I believe the 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 real threat to like Hollywood, like when you talk about like the Hollywood elite and all these is comedians because comedians tell it like it is. Most comedians aren't like, you know what I mean? They don't hide what's going on. They call them out and they call it out in their act. And well, like, look at Chappelle. Yeah, the Dave Chappelle. Yeah. And look at how the far left trashed his, like yep. uh, his special was so great. And I remember on Rotten Tomatoes, like it had like a rotten score. <laughs> like five five percent or something like that and then the audience score was like 90 something yeah come <laughs> it on was like people are you know that that's one thing too with comedy it's terrible that i think even eddie murphy's had to apologize for his past skits and i'm like oh i'm just so past it you know don't i mean you know or who, who else seinfeld speaks out about the political correctness in comedy how it's destroyed it and well, yeah, i don't know, think it, i mean i don't think it's destroyed it because like if you listen to the comics, they don't give a fuck. Like, look at Bill Burr. You think Bill Burr yeah. gives a shit? Like, like you said, Dave Chappelle. Uh, but one thing I do notice, like one thing right now, I was gonna actually tweet this. I, I, in this time of crisis, I wish Dave Chappelle had a social media, because I wonder what he thinks about all this shit. Because he's now that there's no to hear him. Usually, it, you could hear his opinion on what's going on in the world by going to see him live, but we can't see him live now. And he his opinion of the world is spectacular. Comedians are so intelligent, I think, that like people they 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 don't understand their importance to society. Comedians are the backbone of what America is. Comedians tell the truth. Look at George Carlin. How 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 how, how long has he been preaching all this shit that's going on in the government? Not just government, Hollywood, America in general. It's not just a conspiracy. It's 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 this train of thought that we've had in our mind that like all these Americans always think like, oh, America, like I love America. Don't get me wrong. I'm 100 percent America. But if you think that we're not doing fucked up shit, you're crazy. Operation Paperclip. Like, why did we get all these uh, uh, Nazi scientists to work for us to, to start uh, so we could go uh, to the moon? You know what I mean? <laughs> So like, yeah, how- we can go down that rabbit hole because there's, you know, there's a lot of people that are skeptic about the moon landing, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not going to say my opinion on it, but it's, you never know. There's a lot of things that, you know, that's gone on. And, yeah. So you don't you think know, these things are going on today? They are. No. Yeah, they got still- the tick, like the deep fake stuff like that. Like, I'm like, you know, like you could, li- really- they could literally, because think about this. They could put out uh uh like a they could put out something like a video of something crazy going on in another country and put it on every single network and it could be fake. It could be a movie. The CGI, like everything, the, the technology now, it makes it even easier for them to manipulate the American people. Yeah, well that's exactly what they they like doing. But you know, I think that there's hope. I think people will wake up. Of course, there's not there's gonna be the the, the mindless zombies that we always 
have, yeah. but yeah, I, I just, like I said, I hope for the future post the post COVID life, you know, hopefully returns. I mean, I've, you know, I've just, you know, I'm fearful. I have a daughter and I really want her to, you know, enjoy life and live in a world that isn't, you know, so author authoritarian. And I just got to do, I guess we got to do our best and just teach our kids. You know, that's one thing too. We got to actually, that's one thing, like you said, that can be a good thing with, you know, spend time with your kids while we're locked down. We, you know, I kind of try to get my daughter to do things, garden with me. I mean, things like that are just life lessons that are going to stay with someone forever. It happened with me. Dude, I just, you got to do the same with your kids. You can't, you know, you just got to show them, give them hope. And that's all you can really do, man. I well, really I know you got to get out of here know. pretty soon. So uh, before you get out of here, man, I wanted to uh, show you another, one more clip. I'm going to show you a clip, clip of one of your favorite people. And I want to hear, I want you to like uh, break down. I'm going to let you break down this clip and, and then I'll chime in after. I'm not going to play the whole clip because I know you've, you've seen this already. So I'm going to start it from the beginning. And uh, once I stop it, I want to hear your thoughts on this guy. The, what if the economy failing? Worse than death. Is equals death. Very because no, of mental it, illness. The people, no, the people stuck at home. No, it doesn't. It doesn't equal death. Economic hardship, yes, very bad. Not death. Emotional stress from being locked in a house, very bad. Not death. Uh, um, domestic violence on the increase, very bad. Not death. And not death of someone else. See, that's what we have to factor into this equation. Yeah, it's your life. Do whatever you want. But you're now responsible for my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cuomo, man. I don't know. He's something else. He's just, I mean, look at He's a crowd. Look at his father and his family. He's just definitely been the New York, <laughs> I don't know, crime bosses of the decades, for decades, but yeah, I don't know. Is that is that from the same speech that he was talking about essential workers? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the same speech. When he was lecturing people to go get an essential job. Okay, okay, great. You know, okay, like we can just, you know, people can just do that, huh? You know, I don't know. What are, What are your thoughts, actually? Uh, well, think? I think you it's uh, uh, very crazy for people. Like I said, you know my, my side. I don't agree with President Trump. I've never liked Trump. I've never been a supporter. I believe that he has people. I believe this is the biggest psyop ever put on uh, the American people that he's tricking them. But uh, that's a different day, a different topic. Yeah, that's your. That's your. I respect your opinion, and that's the thing. We need healthy debates. I mean, I I respect the. But, I respect. <laughs> but uh, but I this Cuomo guy, like, I uh, I don't understand why people aren't calling him out on this. Like, so if this, if President Trump said this, they would have jumped all over him. They would have jumped all down his throat, which rightfully so. If you speak this way, you should be jumped down because you're telling me that I should be worried about the disease, um, that other because I could spread it to other people. But well, that so. But you're saying, oh, well, that financial crisis only affects you. Well, it affects other people. So why won't you worry about those people? You know what I'm saying? So it's a very, very funny message. Even brought in domestic violence. <laughs> like, what is he promoting? Like, if that was Trump, it would have been headline. D uh, Trump supports domestic violence during COVID nineteen. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, the media, it's, it's some, yeah, that's just too much. It, things that even Biden says, it's like, I can't believe. And I guess even that, even with, go, go to Biden with the sexual assault case, like that's really heating up, but it's just a liberal media blackout. It's like, I can't believe the blind eye that they've turned to this. And I just don't, I, I really, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like you, I can't believe it, how they don't, they just don't, they have that double standard and they don't look at anything else. They don't see themselves as wrong in anything. And Well, to me, the sad part about our country, and like I would say that me, I would probably line more up with like independent, libertarian-ish, like the, if I had to yeah. like figure out like, because I do believe in like some, some of the progressive values. I do like, you know, I'm, I do believe in humanitarian. I don't want to like just uh, bail people out, but I want to help people like in a way that they can keep growing. Like it's, it's, it's a fact that, um, that America has repressed like black Americans. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And then, and then, uh, when what we need to do something about it, we, we, we talk like all these news medias go, Oh, and it's so bad over there, but you're just talking about the bad shit. How come you never promote all the good shit that happens in the inner cities, like with different races? Like you always want to point out that, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of good shit going on, but they don't want to see that. But I believe that they should have attacked Cuomo for this. I don't think yeah. it's. I don't think it was right how he said. It. I think it was very insensitive. I think in a time where people are financially crushed, like he's he's being super insensitive. Like if you've lost your job, like people are like, oh, you got unemployment. No, not everybody can get through to unemployment. Unemployment keeps crashing. Like it wasn't built to to. I don't even know if they have the money for everybody. You know what I mean? And that might be why it's crashing. And he's and he's just being a dick. He's being a fucking asshole. That's what he's being. It's funny. You should look up some of the interviews with him and his brother. And he talks to his brother like a like man. They don't like each other. You can tell. It's like God. Ah, these guys are like going at like talking shit to each other. And it's it's honestly like cringe, cringe worthy to hear them like tell each other shit. And there's videos on it when he you know he, he's had Chris Cuomo's had um, his brother on and. It's just, oh my God, the way they're talking shit to each other, like, oh, like I didn't really want to come on here. It's Damn. like, mom made my mom, mom made me come on. Yeah, it, it was funny. They, they were, it was about, yeah, it was about. It's a, a bunch joke, kind of so. like when I saw them, when I saw them too on CNN, talking about the coronavirus and how the wife got it. They're just talking. I'm like, why are they airing their family business on TV? What does this have and to do? He, he was acting like he staged where he was coming out of his basement and. People saw him riding his bike like yep. a week ago. It's like really do, and people just people they just go on with the lie. That's one thing the mainstream media is just so bad at now. And then what? And people wonder, and they wonder why people call them fake news. And oh man, it's just ridiculous. But like you said, that's another story, another day. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I was like, we've been here for a minute now. I think we should wrap everything up. So I just uh, I wanted to thank my guest T. Thank you for uh, coming on today. Thank you, Sean. It was great. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, so tune in to the next Kill the Mockingbird and, like, man, fuck the mainstream media. <laughs> there you go. Follow me at, yep. follow me on Twitter at Kill the Mockingbirds. And, uh, yeah, let's start this revolution. All right, peace. All right, Chuck. You take care, bro.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.